0: This is Getting Into It With Grant, so let's get into it. Are you frustrated with work? Are you undervalued? Does your boss not pay you enough to do what you do? If you're listening to this, then maybe you think you need to ask for a raise. But before you go in guns blazing, let me give you some guidance. Part of my job is to figure out how much to pay people and how to evaluate their performance. If someone feels underpaid on one of my teams, it's extremely important for me to figure out how to help them out. Why? Because happy developers build good products. It's all about my employees. If we are serving the employees well, then they're gonna build good products and the customers will be happy and then the company will be well off for uh, taking care of the employees. Now the downside is as far as I'm aware, Nobody has the authority outside of being in a very small company to single handedly change anybody's pay. Usually there's some sort of accountability in place, right? Like I'm the boss, but I don't get to set someone's pay for them. I'm given pay scales. From HR, as well as some guidance on what target to hit based on somebody's performance or what they bring to the table. It's a conversation between me and an an HR business partner, and then my boss and an executive or two in order to make sure that we are making a good decision on how much we're paying our people so that we aren't overpaying some and underpaying others. And we're trying to make sure that pay across the board for everybody's performance is uh, as equitable as possible. There's a lot of people who weigh in on these decisions, but I'm in a very large company that is at least 60,000 people at the current time. I've worked in smaller companies, as you all have heard on other episodes, but that's what the process looks like for me. I'm going to go and go through all of this stuff in depth so that you know how best you can approach the situation But this is all important context for you to understand. If you're at a small company or at a big company, the stakeholders in making the decision on what you get paid may be more numerous than you have expected, and it's gonna vary from company to company. So let's go ahead and dive into this. So before you ever go and talk to your boss, you think you're underpaid, the first thing you need to do is some market research and find out what do people with your title usually make in the industry. Now, this is kind of important. It's not the most important thing in the world because companies all have their own pay scales and their own target ranges that they're trying to fit people within. So I'll just pull some numbers out of the hat here to uh, illustrate my point. If you are a senior software developer and you look online that the market rate for senior software developers is $150,000 in your city, that's a great data point. Now you need to do some research probably on Glassdoor to find out what a senior software developer your company makes in your, your geographic location. And hopefully that data is going to be available to you because that will help you really um, make a better decision. So Glassdoor is a good place to go. There's also a place called levels.fyi that you can look at and that will help you compare companies and uh, incomes at the level you're at in your career in, in those companies. So figure out the market and figure out what your company pays, because those are going to be slightly different. Some companies pay above market rate in order to attract talent. Some companies pay less than market rate, and they rely on company culture and other uh, non-salary-based benefits to kind of fill in that gap and make them competitive companies to work at. So it's not just about the salary that you're making, but when you're making this evaluation for yourself, you have to decide what matters to you. I'm going to go under the assumption that your salary is the most important thing to you, not the bonuses that you make every year or performance-based bonuses or spot bonuses or stock options. Those are all things I'll, I'll address, but I'm going to assume we're just talking about raw salary here. All right, so now you've done your research, you got your numbers down, you know what the market range is and you know how much you're getting paid and you know, relative to the market, if your company is paying well or not. Okay, those are all data points that you've got. The next thing you need to do is calculate what's called your comp ratio. That is an equation that tells you how well you are being compensated with respect to the market. And the way that you calculate it is the salary that you are being paid divided by the market range midpoint. If your compa ratio is 1.0, then you are being paid right where the market says you're supposed to be paid. If you are below the market range midpoint or below 1.0 on the comp ratio, then you are being paid less than market rate. And if you're above 1.0, you're paying more than market rate. And you have to take all of these numbers with a grain of salt because the research that you do on the market range and the midpoint for the market is gonna be different than what your company says the midpoint for the market is. So your comp ratio is just a, a general finger in the wind for you to know whether or not you are being compensated with respect to the market. But these are all important things for you to have straight in your mind and in your story before you go and talk to your boss about getting a raise. Okay, now you know your comp ratio. You know if you're being paid higher or lower than the market range and by how much. The next step is for you to do your own performance evaluation. Your goal here is to illustrate the value that you are bringing to the table. If you think that you're undercompensated, you have to make a case as to why. If you are a senior and you're doing exactly what you would expect a senior to be doing, then your comp ratio should be close to 1.0. And I hope that's straightforward to you. If you're doing an average job, then you'd probably agree you should get paid an average salary. What average is, is going to vary based on the philosophy of your company. Some places I've seen 1.0 on the comp scale is average. That's market rate. You're doing the job. There you go. But at other places, uh, I think it's more of the mindset of like a C is average. So 0.7 or 0.8 would be closer on the comp ratio to what you should uh, expect to be compensated for doing an average job. And it's your responsibility to kind of figure out if you're in the ballpark for making a case for yourself, because that's what you're trying to do here is build up the evidence to say, hey, I deserve a pay raise. But if you're doing the job adequately, and your comp ratio is 0.85, you don't really have a super strong case for yourself. On the contrary, if you are just killing it every single day, you are ready for the promotion as soon as a position comes available, and you are at a 0.8 on the comp ratio or a 0.9, you may have a case to be like, hey, boss, uh, give me a raise. I'm your most valuable person. Here's why, here's what the market rates are, and I'm being underpaid. But I'm jumping the gun a little bit so after you've done your market research you need to come up with your value statement and find out how you're doing on the performance are you a high performing engineer or whatever your role is or are you low performing or are you average and that's when you can say now hey i'm undervalued for what purpose that's your story the very next step that you do is figure out how to talk to your boss Uh, there's an old saying that feedback is a gift and what that means is you're, you're picking out the wrapping paper for a gift. You're wrapping it up all nice. You are thinking of some way of presenting this gift to a person so that they're gonna receive it happily. And going into this conversation with your boss is exactly the same thing. Your boss is your advocate here. Your boss is not trying to underpay you. Your boss is trying to adequately pay you because that's their job. And so when you go in, you need to make the argument for your boss as easy as possible. So at a one-on-one or just some normal time that you would talk with your boss, what you wanna do is approach the conversation with humility and with gratitude. Your boss is gonna have as much information as you probably have at this point in time, maybe more, and uh, the numbers, like I said, are probably gonna be slightly different. So you wanna go in with an open mind and probably start the conversation off something like this. Hey, I really appreciate all the work that you're doing for us, and I know that you know compensating us adequately for the work we're doing is top of your mind. But I did some research recently, and it looks like I may not be being paid what the market says I'm being paid. And uh, I wanted to talk to you about that. And then you can just sit back and see how your boss responds. Uh, Odds are your boss is going to say, Oh, really? Okay, well, um, well, share with me the research that you did or the data that you pulled. And we'll see uh, how close you are. You know, we'll try and make sense of this. And that's when you can say, well, I calculated my comp ratio and I think I'm getting paid 0.8. And the value that I bring to the table here is well above average. So I would expect myself to be either close to 1.0 or above 1.0. Uh, and so I just wanted to talk to you about that and see, you know, how you're, how you're evaluating me and where I am or, or am not hitting the mark. And then you can kind of share your story with your boss and uh, get their feedback. Your boss may disagree with your own personal performance evaluation, and that will give you some way of bridging the gap and talking about what you need to do in order to uh, show more value. And if uh, you are undercompensated and your story is solid, then what you're doing is actually building the case for your boss to go back and convince their leaders. You got to look at your boss as though they're your advocate in this situation because they really are. You're not going to be the one talking to your your vice president or senior vice president. You're not going to be the one talking with HR. And so what you're trying to do is stack all the cards in your favor by creating the argument on behalf of your boss that they're going to use to convince their leaders and HR. Because once you're done with this conversation, if your boss has understood it and has agreed with you, the first thing they're going to go is talk to their boss, and then this the same arguments that you presented to your boss are going to make their way up the chain, and then over to the HR organization, and uh, they're going to be a lot of a lot more back and forths between everybody. So this is just you doing as much as you can to provide ammunition to other people to fight a battle on your behalf, if you want to be successful with this. Now, even if you go through this whole process and you are right and your executives support you getting a pay raise, HR may still say no. At that point in time, you've got the decision to make of whether you want to stay at the company or quit and find a higher paying job. But I'll tell you as a manager, there's a lot of other tricks that I can play in order to make sure you get compensated. Even if HR denies it, depending on the reason why they deny it. But like I said, your boss is your advocate. So if you convinced your boss, then it may take a little while longer. Uh, but you'll still get your pay raises. Probably they're just going to come in a different form. You won't get an immediate 10% bump like you were hoping for, but at the end of the year, a lot of companies that I've worked for do merit increases. And so there's a good chance that you'll get a higher than average merit increase. So if your company usually does 3%, then you may get a 6% or 8%. So there's about half of the pay raise that you were asking for earlier in the year. You just got it at your merit increase and now HR doesn't care. It's weird. Some companies do this merit increase or pay adjustments multiple times a year. So you've got potentially between one and four opportunities per year to do this on the standard cycle where HR does not give a pushback. Because HR does not like doing things off cycle. They like following a standardized process. It it drives me insane. That's just how they are. Another option that your boss has is promoting you. So they can combine these two things, give you a, uh, an annual merit increase bigger than normal, and they can promote you, and there is all of the money that you were looking to make up. When you promote, HR is going to recalculate your compensation anyways and put you into the middle of a new pay band. My point here is that there's a lot of other options that your manager can take to give you a raise without it being considered, quote unquote, a raise. Uh, or drawing any undue attention because they're doing it off cycle or outside of the standard process. Even though those things are important, they're not always under my personal control. And so what you're trying to do here is win the fight. Are you trying to strong arm the company to pay you more or are you actually trying to get more money? You can play a long game if you want to. It, it really is your call. Uh, but like I said earlier, if you just want to quit and go find a new job, you have that right as well. But you're going to be starting over at a new company building a new net, new network and that has a whole other set of complications and effort associated with it. it. Sometimes it may be better if you love the company that you work for to play the long game and try and get some compensation through other means. One of the things we didn't talk about here uh, were spot bonuses. If your boss knows that you are unhappy with your pay, then sometimes they can give you a pretty fat spot bonus and those go over pretty easily those don't usually have to go through hr Uh, sometimes those just require executive approval so your boss will have to run it up their chain and that's it they don't have to go across to to another organization hr and get uh, buy-in those are considered a different class of compensation and they're a one-time payout so they don't hit the uh the financial buckets the same way (laughs) they're a lot easier to get approved than a full salary increase which has like you know implications for the budget in out years for the company, whereas a spot bonus doesn't. And the other option that I'm aware of, if uh, you can't get a salary increase and you can't get a spot bonus, if your company offers stock, then they may be willing to give you a, uh, an extra stock bonus in restricted stock units, RSUs, or whatever form of stock they divvy out at your company. Stock units are usually considered what's called a retention bonus. So, the intent there is uh, to give you some large chunk of money that is going to mature and be released to you on a regular schedule. So, I hope that's clear. Uh, Just because you didn't win the conversation with your boss or with HR about getting a salary doesn't mean you're out of options. You got a lot. So, to recap first, do your own research on the market and find out what adequate pay for your position is. Second, build a case for what value you bring to the table to prove that you should be paid more than what you're currently getting paid with respect to the market. Three, approach your manager humbly and with gratitude. That will start the conversation off on the right foot and make them more likely to want to be your advocate rather than just get ticked off that you're angry about being paid low. Four, decide if you're better off elsewhere taking a new job, or if you want to play a long game with your manager at your current company because you like it there. And lastly, follow up with your manager and see how you can show improved performance. If you show improved performance, you're more likely to get higher compensation, through merit increases, through spot bonuses, through stock grants, or many other ways. But you need to have that open conversation with your manager and ask them how you can show improved performance and then say, hey, I hope um, I've hit all of the marks that you're looking for and uh, I'm on track to get a good merit increase or whatever your company does. So That's it for now. Um, If you've got questions that you want to have me follow up on this topic with, send them to me at hello at grantdryden.com or tweet me at tweets of Grant. I'd love to interact with y'all more. Also, follow Getting Into It With Grant on LinkedIn, and don't forget to rate and review the podcast. Thank you so much, and we'll see you again next time.